another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and uh, joining me uh, on this beautiful afternoon um, is uh, a um, an acquaintance of mine who is a lighting designer. What would you, what would you say? Like, how, how do you like to say it? Um, I guess I, I specialize in programming. Um, so I do, I, I do the building blocks for what any lighting designer would be using at um, any venue. Um, I don't really know how to explain that otherwise. <laughs> I hope that made sense. Oh yeah, programming. Um, yeah, programming is like what I, what I specialize in, but then I just, I often do the, the live operating as well for concerts. Um, Light Queen of the North. I like the way. Light Queen of the North. <laughs> yeah, your Instagram. And um, she also, uh, she also makes some music. Um, she has a song out with uh, Moses uh, that is almost a year old. Um, yeah. Which we'll talk about. on the eighth. Hell yeah! Um, congrats, by the way, about that. That's a big deal. Um, so <laughs> Sierra Lona, welcome to the show. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> um, how are you doing today? I'm all right. Just hanging out. Yeah. Had a snack ready. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, what was your snack? I had some ramen because I'm going to go to Lucky Ginger later. <laughs> oh, hell, dude. <laughs> Lucky Ginger is so fire. I love it there. I'm like so ready to eat some drunken noodles. Nice. I, yeah. yeah. I, well, for one, huge ramen guy too. Big ramen guy. Yeah, um, I worked at like every ramen restaurant ever by now. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you served me that one time at uh, what the fuck was that place off of North? It's not open Yokohama? anymore. Yokohama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. What it was. Yeah, I like totally yeah. forgot what it was called. It's yeah. dead now. It's been dead for a while. Yeah, like three um, years. I remember they had karaoke there. Hard to forget. <laughs> yeah. You work at Lucky Ginger. No. Oh, you I just know. love Coast very much and go see him often. <laughs> Shout out to Coast. Yeah, uh, Coast. Yeah. Coast on. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, uh, I'm working at um, Jackson Brady right now because obviously we're not having any shows except for whoever the hell decided they should throw a festival in Missouri. <laughs> Yeah, okay, we, sucks. That's, a, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, there's a festival in Missouri that may have put us back a few years. I, I would, yeah, <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> I know there was like a shitty like metal fest somewhere in the middle of Wisconsin recently also. Yeah, it was like an EDM thing, I think. And then I guess the Chainsmokers had some. I'm like, you guys oh, going to yeah. risk it all for the Chainsmokers? Ugh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I did see that. Yeah, we're learning like Americans just have no sense of like we just we're just the most selfish country in the yeah. world. Yeah, no it's patience, like no patience, no we responsibility. No patience. We just are so used to like our immediate satisfaction. <laughs> we're like, yeah, this COVID thing was serious, but now we're bored with it. So let's just yeah. like meanwhile in like New Zealand, they're already like open back up and like you know having. Uh, they're Good chilling. Reason. They're fine. Yeah, because they wore masks and, like, didn't fuck around. <laughs> and social distanced and quarantined for a proper amount of time. Yeah. I know I'm being a hypocrite because I'm working at a bar, but you know, that makes some money. <laughs> well, we, we can thank capitalism for that. At least I'm wearing a mask. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I'm unemployed and I like, I mean, the unemployment bonuses were good for a while, but like now, like, yeah. So party's over and I don't know how thousands of people who worked in the service industry are going to all find jobs now or what, but they've got to do something. Yeah, I know a lot of places aren't open still. And hi, Oliver. (laughs) Ollie, my boy. Yeah. (laughs) He does that. He's he's coming back. Mm. Oh yeah, cats. (laughs) If you're like in a if you're in front of a computer with a cat, like like. Yeah, he just wants uh, his cameo. He's gone now. <laughs> I had my cat, my parents' cats used to like, they would literally sit on the keyboard while I was using Yeah, them. luckily he doesn't do that anymore. He did when he was a kitten, but I think he realized that he's too big now. He will sit on it when it's closed, though. Mm-hmm. He just likes it. He's like, sit. Oh my god, I have like his hair all over my face. <laughs> Thank you for that, buddy. Um, yeah. <laughs> so what's, uh, what's Brady Street looking like? These It looks like Brady's in the wild. <laughs> yeah, I was like walking down Brady like a couple days ago because uh, I was going to exclusive company, and uh, it looked real popping. It looks like people are trying to go about their lives on Brady Street every day like, of the fucking week, dude. It's like ridiculous. Um, I'm personally like getting in as many hours as I can right now, just because I know we're gonna close back, and I'm gonna need to have something saved when we do, because I just know what's gonna happen. Um, at Jacks, we do like make all of the employees do their temperature and stuff every single day. We have to wear masks and stuff, obviously. Um, and we we enforce people wearing them when they come in and when they're walking around and stuff. But people, I've legitimately seen people barely put on their face to get in the door and then rip it off. And I'm like, how inconvenient is wearing a cloth on your face? Like, just put it on your face. It's not that big a deal. I drink with a mask on all the time. We have straws. <laughs> <laughs> valid <laughs> yeah yeah right oh my gosh yeah i've been like yeah. and admittedly like i i mean i've been to like been to the bar like a couple times like in the last couple months but like every time i've done like i've always made sure that like i only like am around the people that i came with like i do yeah. wear a mask when i'm not drinking something and it, Anytime you like touch something that, Wash your hand. yeah, just there's hand sanitizer everywhere. No one uses it. It's like, I mean, I've uh, I've been like I served for years and like bartending and stuff, so I'm already in the habit of washing my hands all the time. Especially after handling like money and stuff, and like just touching you know, like bossing tables, it's it's disgusting. So like, obviously, I'm already doing that all the time. I hate that it's like has to be a rule because why the hell are you washing your hands yeah um, yeah we have like hand sanitizer pumps everywhere now. yeah i hope those don't go away i hope those i know i like some of this stuff um i kind of like wearing a mask to work because then when i'm annoyed people can't really tell as much <laughs> yeah yeah right right like it's like underneath the mask i'm like i can't believe this bitch really just said that like yeah like you could like mouth <laughs> like <laughs> you could like obscenities and walk away <laughs> yeah you could totally like bitch someone out but all someone sees is your eyes you know yeah like, that's handy yeah. yeah 
you know, we've learned. Yeah, the six feet thing. I like people keeping a distance from me. That's nice. Like the, when they do, for whatever reason, I feel like people have been getting like closer to me sometimes. I'm like, why are you so close to me? Well, I'm I'm glad that you're staying safe, and despite having to work right now, I couldn't imagine working at a restaurant or a bar right now. But yeah, it's a bit much. Jax is always uh, a bit much, but we do we only do half caps, so it's not nearly as like crowded as it is used to being, oh, which good. is nice. Because God, I've been there like pre-COVID when it's just like shoulder to shoulder and <laughs> now it's yeah. like I think we only let in like 100 people yeah I don't like I'm not much of a bar guy myself like I've been on Brady a couple times but if I was going to go on Brady Street I would go to the up and under like <laughs> the dive bar I would go to the Roman coin <laughs> uh, I actually haven't been to the Roman yeah, coin even dive here um, I used to work at Tiny May and like it's right across the street there's what up? There. Oh, how, okay. Well, that's not. I'm a dog, so I'm, I'm willing to go there. <laughs> Sweet. Nice. Anyone that loves dogs is okay with me. Alder just looked at me like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, the fucking, you have the audacity like, right dogs. now. He's like, dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You ever been to um, Sip and Purr? Yeah. Um, I've been there, but I, I should have gone earlier in the day. I feel like the cats get kind of sick of people, which I feel. I feel them. <laughs> I just nice socialize to, all day, every single day. I would get people. Yeah, it's it's nice to have a little cocktail and uh, pet some. Uh, pet some cats. But yeah, some some chonky boys. I usually just do that at home. <laughs> Me and my friend um, Oriana do this uh, web series called Rail Gin. And it's uh, it's just us making cocktails with real gin, <laughs> and it's really funny. We were gonna do like a segment where we like interview people, and we we call it like real gin to repent for your sins or something like that. Dude, that's it's like really stupid. We need to make more episodes. We're kind of slacking right now, but yeah, I want to hell yeah, I want to see it. <laughs> Put me onto it. It's like on Instagram and Facebook and stuff. But yeah. That's how we were keeping busy during like quarantine because I saw her all the time anyway. So it was like whatever. Dude, it's COVID, and we bought like a bunch of stuff to make all these crazy cocktails. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Why in God's green fuck are you drinking real gin?" And it's like exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, people will watch that. People will watch that. <laughs> we got a little. We got a little bit of a buzz going. Unintended. Um, oh yeah. So, um, so Sierra, what we talk about, um, Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. And we first met, uh, through a lovely friend, Tori. Is that how I met? It was how we met. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, <laughs> uh, we met through Tori Carl a couple years ago. That makes sense. Yeah, that's definitely, yeah, that's definitely how I met. Yeah, yeah, it, it was like. <laughs> For you we didn't really like like you know like it was kind of just like in passing it was kind of just like all our friends and I was just there and she was the, the only person I knew and then I met all the I made all these friends that night um but uh but like you know I would see you around all the time and like I said um I recognized you at Yokohama um, thanks for reminding me what that place was called. Yokohama. But, yeah. <laughs> but like, 
but then I also saw that like you were um you were really involved in like or at least you were like present in like the club scene and like the bar scene and stuff yeah I wasn't really working there yet um I think I was only 20 when I worked at Yokohama so I hadn't really gotten a foot in the door yet but I did know all the people I guess kind of and yeah. then like as soon as I turned 21 it was like head first into everything. I kind of accidentally like stumbled onto doing lighting again. I learned it in like high school. And I was actually, I went to high school of the arts and I was like a dance major. And um, I wasn't, I wasn't that good. <laughs> and I mean, my, my fellow classmates were just like, not very nice uh, in the dance scene. I don't, I don't really, the dance community isn't my favorite but there are some nice people in it obviously but like just sure. in general not yeah. for me um so i switched to theater production because i thought it would be fun to boss around the dance majors at dance shows and it was <laughs> but aside from that um i didn't know anything really because i was a year and a half behind everyone there because i joined late to the theater the theater group and um I don't know we got a new lighting board one day and I was like this is something nobody knows about and then I was actually pretty good at it and so then I just kept doing it and then everyone was like paying me to do their senior pieces and stuff so I started hustling at a young age and <laughs> and then I don't know I kind of gave up on that because school's and I was serving tables at Yoko and then I was working on that song with Mo and it came up somehow and um yeah he was like oh I'll introduce you to Brian he works at site in the Myanmar and stuff he does all their video and all their lighting and you guys should like talk and then I met Brian I was so so drunk and nervous like I was so I did not be, I was not expecting to meet him that night and like Mo just showed up to site while I was like blacked out and he's like Go talk to Brian and like pushed me up there. Hello, uh, <laughs> like all nervous. Yeah. I met him a few times with me anymore, but it was always people always come up to you when you're working at the Myanmar. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean we we hit it off and I started helping out with some Myanmar shows like the next week and it just kind of kept kept moving forward. And now I do lights for all those people. And I've done the programming at most of the clubs in the city. Good, a good chunk of them. I guess not most of them in the city, but most of them downtown and third glory area. Yeah. You just became this... like the song to the to the production spiral. <laughs> then you, you then area. became you became the queen of illumination. Like queen of the north. <laughs> <laughs> like queen of the north, right? So, what was like the first? show you did at the Miramar, do you remember? Um, it was um, Lucian, Lucian Parker, I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. dope. Yeah, actually, um, I'm still pretty good friends with him and like Riley and Mondo. Love those guys. But yeah, that was the first one I did. Um, I just, I didn't do it by myself or anything. I just, I was helping Brian. The first show I did by myself, um, it was after I did all the programming, I read it all for guys, very proud of it. Uh, the first show I did after that was Lane 8, yeah. one of my best shows. And there is, there is not a single video of it because it was no phones. 
Um, no camera show. I was like, cool. I worked so freaking hard. On yeah. <laughs> and I don't even get to take a video, but it was like probably the show that I'm like most proud of. And maybe that was because there were no cameras. And I had no pressure. Oliver, you're really making this hard on me, buddy. <laughs> yeah. You just give me say hi again. Like, yeah, Ollie, if you want to be on the show, just ask. There you go. Beauty. <laughs> oh. oh. He's like, please put me down, Mom. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Yeah, you're really messing up my black shirt today. <laughs> yeah. So are you, like, kind of, like, um, more of, like, the the show part of it or the setup part of it you're like when you say programming i'm assuming that's like the show. Um, i don't like program every single show or anything i i like programmed a set set bunch of building blocks for both venues and then when the show goes on i don't really know what's what's going to happen i just use the blocks that i made to build the show <laughs> uh, one you... button at a time on the fly so is it just kind of like so you just coordinate all of like the lights and and patterns and stuff with the music essentially yeah i mean i like all the movements i i made up and programmed into buttons beforehand um it's kind of hard to explain how i even came up with those movements because i couldn't tell you i just i just <laughs> i just made the lights do things that i thought would look nice later and then I end up pairing them. I'm not really sure to explain that otherwise without like having the buttons in front of me. I, <laughs> I mean, it makes people sense. People ask me so it often to explain it and I'm just like, oh, it's like, it's like I, have, I bought all the ingredients to a cake and then I made it live. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lie. I don't know. Yeah, no, that, and that, that does make sense. Like connecting the dots essentially. Yeah. 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 Um, well, like I just, I don't know what the DJ is going to play. I have a cat hair in my mouth, thank you all right. Um, I don't know if the DJ's gonna play. I sometimes obviously I've worked with like some pretty big names. Um, but I don't I mean sometimes they don't play anything close to what you think they're gonna play. They don't play some of them won't play any of the music that they have like on Spotify. I'm just like if I've never seen a live set from them, I don't know <laughs> what's gonna happen. If I'm unfamiliar, I do like try to look them up and like look up some of their songs and stuff like that. That's like, I have an idea, but it is dance music. So I mean, if I used to study music and um, it's like basic, basic four, four pattern most of the time, you would hope, I mean. <laughs> yeah. If it's not, then it's not as satisfying to listen to. So most just do it like that um, to make things easy for all of us. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I just, just kind of listen to it and I don't really count, but like it, I don't know. You know when the you know when the beat's gonna drop, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I I've heard dubstep. Uh, I've heard rhythm. <laughs> you know. I'm not. <laughs> I didn't I know what. Who watches this that, that likes rhythm? But I just I don't like doing rhythm shows. It's much too repetitive. I don't even want to admit it, but sometimes I just let the lights run and go have a drink at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what rhythm was really in, it's until dubstep. <laughs> <laughs> until um alex martinelli explained it to me um, what did he say because that should be interesting from our wolf king of the north 
Wook King of the North. Okay, shout yeah. out to Alex Martinelli. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that's bro. Um, he kind of put it to me where it's just like it just is a bunch of noise blasts that don't really have like much of like a like a pattern or a rhythm. It's kind of just like like it doesn't really have much of a groove. It's just kind of like a lot of noises and. There's, like, no feeling, I feel like, behind it. Like, there's not yeah. a lot of, I don't know. I, I like, it's hard, to, it's hard to call it music, I feel like. It needs to, um, I feel like it's missing something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of like, it's, it's like fragments. It's yeah. fragments of the music. Yeah, yeah, sure. And it's put together. It's, I don't know. I, I don't like working rhythm shows very much. Um, I have heard some, some rhythm DJs that, that aren't bad. Um, but I guess also that they start to lean out of rhythm and back towards dubstep at that point. Because um, they actually have like the melodic aspect of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, if I could never do a rhythm show again, I would <laughs> gladly take that. But I'm a, I listen to house and techno to be fair. Hey, <laughs> I, I fuck with, I love house and techno. I have been, so I write for Breaking and Entering um, music blog. And we hadn't really covered, so like quarantine made it so like I couldn't cover live shows anymore. So like I started covering releases yeah. and we didn't really cover. You did one for Seth, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we didn't do, um, we hadn't done much. E- <laughs> he is great. Like I fucking loved that EP. I love Seth. That's my baby. <laughs> Big shout out to Seth. Yeah. Um, so I like, I didn't, we didn't do much EDM on the site before this year but now that i'm actually hearing like all these dope artists like um yeah like seth and uh-huh. like um wolf fighter and uh, uh what's the other one um tombs and travi trav just dropped a cool techno song too recently like i'm finding that like there's a lot of like really awesome <laughs> dance tunes that are dropping right out of our scene yeah, I, I like to think, the other day I was like, wow, is this city just really, really, really full of artists? And I was like, no, I'm just friends with all of them. And that's why my feed is constantly just new releases and all of this stuff. It's like insane. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. nice. I love it. I love that my friends are creating so much. Shout out friends. Friends that create. <laughs> friends Shout out that, friends. Shout out the friends. Making all something artists, out of nothing. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. Someone called me an artist and I was like, no, I'm not. I'm just a tech. <laughs> I'm a tech um, that, um, I'm a tech with an affinity for color and music. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I just make things flash. Yeah. I just do the blinky blinks and the baby dudes. I don't know. <laughs> I do the tedious work no one wants to do. I love doing it though. It does feel like a performance at times. Hey, dude, you want a beer? You want a beer? Yeah. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Um, so um, what have been some, uh, I know you said you had done like um, the one with the no phones. Who was that artist again that you really? Lainey. Oh, okay. Uh, what were some, what have been some other like really dope artists you've worked with that you've programmed? Um, the first show I ever did at site was Jillionaire, which is half of Major Laser. So that was like, oh. I was like, what? 
um, <laughs> uh, just like I've done like two or three times now. And every time I see him, I make an idiot out of myself because I just, I freak out. <laughs> I love, I love Chris like, um, Dom Dalla. Gotta love Dom Dalla. He's one of my faves. Um, I did Lose a Child popped up at site, um, I think two years ago. There's like a pops in after Summerfest and I'm like just doing lights and then their VJ comes over and he's like talking to Brian, my VJ, and um, which is video video jockey. It's the guy who does videos. Um, and I was like, what's happening? And he like, Lewis Child's VJ comes into the booth and he's like, hi, I'm Scott, I'm Lewis Child's VJ. And I was like, I'm being kicked out of my booth right now. <laughs> and like, he's like, no, we're going to work together. And I'm like, like right now? He's like, yeah. I'm like, like, who was a child? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No big deal. It's just, you're like, with little old me? It was like my second week working there. So I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, it's yeah. But yeah, no, that was fun. I wasn't even really working there yet. I was actually, I did street teaming for Afterfest at Summerfest just so that I could get free admission to Afterfest just so that I could go to Lightboard and work with Brian. That's how much I didn't work there. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Brian would like get me a few drinks and we would do the lights for all the shows together. That was a really good year. Um, I'm pretty sad. I was excited to do uh, Christian Nairn, 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 I keep saying that wrong, um, Hodor from Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was coming and then we shut down like that week. I was like, yeah. why? Like, Hodor! But that has been rescheduled to like my birthday weekend, so I'm so fucking excited. Oh, Hodor, Hodor. Hold the door! Hold the door. I'm gonna be like, it's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I just want to see what a seven foot tall man looks like in real life, you know? Yeah. I missed it when Shaq came. All right. Wasn't he at like Lucid or something? Yeah, I worked there, but I wasn't there for that. I don't think I was working there yet. I don't remember. I remember it briefly. Yeah, I've only been to Lucid once and they almost didn't let me in because they didn't like my shoes. I was going to say probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like. I'm, like, connected on social media with, like, a lot of these people in the club scene, both, like, DJs, the bartenders, like, the programmers, like, just all these random-ass people, um, but... We're all going yeah. through it, checking on your, hey, <laughs> checking yeah. on your club fam. It sure. sucks. <laughs> the Wook, the Wook Mafia, right? Oh, boy. <laughs> I want to um, call them the club fam, um. They're the Wook fam. They're like all the Wooks from Infrasound and the Miramar, and yeah. that's actually that's actually a joke because uh, we, as the Miramar, we had a brief relationship with. Um, I can't remember what that place is. Oh, called. I, I know Lafayette. the uh, I know the story. Uh, yeah. I'm friends with Haley. I know the story. Yeah, and he was a shithead to put it uh, lightly, and he. We we put a bunch of bad reviews on his on his Latin cast, um, saying because he fucked his side a lot of money and he was just uh, overall a creepy guy. Um, <laughs> so we put bad reviews on his thing, 
um, which I thought was hilarious. No one, no one really told anybody to do it. We just kind of all simultaneously thought that it would be a good idea. Um, and we stand by that. But he got very upset and messaged Oli and said to tell his Wook Mafia to back off. And we were like, why have we never thought of that? That's such a good name. And like, <laughs> yeah, we put on shirts. <laughs> Dude, yeah. When you can brand yourself off of a mean thing that was said to you, like you it's won. It's like not even the first time. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, honestly, don't even. Don't even come for the Myanmar fan because we're probably gonna brand whatever you say about it. Yeah, hell yeah. Like that one guy, uh, the lawyer guy that's always attacking the Myanmar, we just put his face on the VJ wall. <laughs> he called us a, oh yeah, he called us a lawless environment. That was the other one. And we branded that too. <laughs> that sounds pretty fun. Yeah, um, yeah like, let's have a lawless environment. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> so all these people like in the club, scene whatever like the the nightlife if you will uh, sure. um like all these people look like they're having like you know seem like they're super cool and fun and creative to get to know and like everyone like a lot of y'all look like you have good times but i don't really go to the club i don't really go to bars like i don't go to not for everybody yeah it's barely for me i, I still want to like this yeah <laughs> away but from I, people but I still want to get to know everybody, you know, like. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard to get to know us in, in the club scene because one, it's loud as hell. <laughs> yeah, right. Hard to talk. Um, I'm just turning my volume off. But um, yeah, no, I mean, people people try to talk to me when I'm working at site often, and it's just I never I never want to be talking about about myself or my work while I'm working. <laughs> Yeah. I want to be um, in tune with the show and like, you know, actively being a part of it or else I don't like what I'm doing. Yeah. And they're always like, what are you doing over here? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, for one, your drink is too close to my equipment. And for two, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. you are too close to me. <laughs> yeah. And I just like don't like it very much. I don't know. But like, this is fine. This is great. This is totally you can ask me about anything any other time yeah like, other time. <laughs> right right and that's Everyone why i'm like no people hit me up about random questions all the time i think alex keys hit me up about uh programming advice yesterday or no mapping advice for a video but i was like pretty drunk after work and i was like is it a projector or an led wall the pictures you sent me are useless <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why is your profile picture so weird? What are you? <laughs> it was like a thousand questions. I don't think he even answered any of the questions, and I'm not sure that he got the answer that he was looking for. But I gave it my best shot. I've got like people from just like Europe and stuff, like randomly uh, sending me like files um, just so I could look at their, their light shows and stuff, which is super cool because I'm always like, why do you want my approval on this? Like, you guys do crazy shit over there. <laughs> like, you're up to stuff that I could never even, uh, not, I have not come close to. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I could, but I haven't. And the biggest thing I've done is like Summerfest. I just did, I did a boogie with the hoodie. That was fun. That was an interesting time. I totally lied about my credentials and I did all that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's what. That's what you have to do to um, 
that's what you do to get into things at South by Southwest. You yeah. make yourself to be a bigger deal than you actually are. And then what, exactly. next thing you know, next thing you know. Like, yeah, I've worked with this system before. I can program this. I can program anything. Yeah. In there, and I was like. <laughs> yeah, my buddy and I. Yeah. It was like, big and like terrifying. It was like hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of equipment. And I was like, yeah, I'm. I'll figure it out. And I did. I figured it out. It was a great, great show. It went a lot better than I thought it was going to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My buddy, my buddy and I, like, we were like at South by Southwest and like trying to get into like private parties and shit. And like, um, <laughs> he, I don't know how he finessed it, but he got like one of like the really good, like, uh, exclusive passes. Um, mm -hmm. So he could get into like anything, but yeah. I only had like a, a regular ass pass, but I had a camera. <laughs> regular ass pass. Yeah, yeah but I had, had a different passes at Summer Fest too. Yeah. Um, I didn't know one of the sound guys for a different stage, and he got me like a pass for one of the days they didn't have one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I like, but I had a camera because like I was shooting a documentary for a class I was taking at the time. And he like got me into some party from telling. <laughs> Telling you have a camera, honestly, that's like, that's like walking into any place with a construction vest on and orange things you work Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's your golden ticket. Like, oh, we must be getting some work done. Or like, if you walk through the public market with an apron on. Right, yeah. There's another time where you could get into a private party if all you had to do was like, it was like a, it was like a party thrown by like the Newport cigarettes. And mm -hmm. you just had to say that you smoked Newport cigarettes and... Uh, I hope they wouldn't make me prove it. No, well, they, no, they, all you need to know is, like, They're they so ask, gross. I know, they ask you what your favorite kind is, but if you can answer that, then, uh. They're like, 100s. Yeah. <laughs> the green one. And then, yeah, and then you get in, and there's all this free food and shit, it was awesome. Mm, um, food. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Shout out Lucky Ginger. Um, I know, I, I was literally just talking, Taylor hit me up, like, <laughs> Hey, uh, we're going at three, and I was like, perfect. <laughs> Dude, yeah, like my no time. I like got ready for work early, so I could have time to do this thing. <laughs> yeah, I love like, my. I always want to go there. It's I'm always in the mood for lucky dreams. They're the best dumplings, like the best gyoza in the city. I swear to God. Yeah, they are <laughs> like they're the best Thai place I've had in the city for sure. Yeah, um, I'm like I used to work at Thai Mart, so like. Don't tell them I said that. But. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. So, so, um, so back on, um, back to, uh, uh, lighting. Uh, what, uh, what are so what venues? I know you said you do like you've done programming for like most of the, uh, places in the city that do shows and stuff. So, like, what are some of your favorites? Um, well, you know, you know, I got to play the favorites game with my home site, <laughs> which I know people have mixed feelings about, but whatever. I love site. Um, <laughs> I like site. Honestly, if I, I was- it. We put in, we put in a lot of work. Um, me and Brian did uh, the whole redesign and stuff, and we put in a lot of work into the programming and all of that stuff. Every single show is a new experience, and- I, I thoroughly enjoy working there um, when we open again. <laughs> um, I don't know, I did the program, I did some of the programming for District, but I can't say that I really go there. Um, you did Lucid, 
I won't say that it's my favorite place, but I do I do enjoy the fixtures that they have. They have some cool equipment. Um, Element also has some cool equipment. I do really like the programming that I did there. I just don't like the um, the lighting system that they use. Um, it's like more for theater lighting than it is for club lighting, so it's not that efficient and it's kind of hard to program. It's like a bunch of a bunch of quirks in it that are just like, what's the point of that? Like, why can't I go back and edit a cue? I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then I done. I'm like trying to think because I feel like I'm missing a lot, and I know that. <laughs> um, honestly, honestly, if I was gonna go to a, a bar like a club, um, I'd pick site. Like, I, I've always had a great time at site, for sure. Where's it go to? Yeah, people, um, I feel like people who don't like it, just like mostly just don't like like the EDM aspect of it. But as like kind of our thing, I don't know. I like, we have some really, we have some really cool people come through mm -hmm. and that just doesn't get old. I did Green Velvet. He's like one of my favorite artists and I was like freaking out about it. And I was looking for, um, I think Michael, Michael Dunn or something in the back and I went through the green room and I just like wasn't even thinking about it because I was so tired after the show and he's back there um just roasting everybody in the green room like <laughs> I was like what did I just walk in on and I was like oh I'm so sorry and like turned around and he was like no come in come in sit down I was like okay <laughs> and he just like keeps roasting everybody like in a row <laughs> and then he gets to me and he goes I'm sorry who are you yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm Sierra. I was your your lighting designer, um, your light tech, and he was like, "Oh my god!" and gave me like a little kiss on the forehead, and was like, "So good to work with you." I was like, "Thank you." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I had a lot of fun. I'm a big fan." Um, I actually came back here on a mission, and I wasted about 45 minutes listening to you rest people and talk about nothing worth it, but yeah, I have to go. <laughs> and he was like, well, I hope to see you again. And it's like, this is awesome. They're, they've all been really sweet, um, shockingly. I don't, I'm like trying to think of anyone I've met that like wasn't living up to the standard of niceness. I guess awesome. the floozies weren't that nice, but they were pretty busy when I met them. Yeah. <laughs> it was not a good time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Manic Focus was also really sweet. I loved that guy. Was who, was, who was Manic Focus? Oh, Manic yeah, yeah. Focus. I love that guy. Um, and his, his light tech, Pat, Patrick Riley, shout out Pat. He's the best. Um, he taught me so much in like the little bit of time that we were together there. I love like when. When DJs bring their own light tech, obviously I don't get to work their show, but sometimes they have me on as like master electrician because the Miramar is so full of um, character that <laughs> there's a technical difficulty once an hour. So I'm there to like diffuse and answer the questions and all of that. Um, but Pat was so sweet and he did let me do like two or three of the songs when I And he just like taught me so much stuff. He was like, have you ever used a system? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he just like showed me a bunch of stuff really quick and kind of threw me in there. He's like, I got to go play guitar really quick on stage. I was like, oh, OK. Um, cool. He's like, I'll give you 50 bucks. And then just left. <laughs> Damn. It's like, so oh, yeah. I don't think he ever gave me 50 bucks. 
like, yeah, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta go uh, play some shit on stage real quick. Uh, yeah, He's like, you, you got this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, sure you do. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I was so excited. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm doing my next book right now. Um, that recently came up in my like Instagram memories or something. You know, I was like, oh, panic. I wish I got a picture of him. I was freaking out about him. He's like one of my first memoir shows. Oh, that was nice. That felt pretty full circle. Nice. Fucking love Manic Focus. <laughs> Shout out Manic Focus, right? Yeah, John's a sweetie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I mean, some of the people in the EDM scene and like people like DJs are some of the friendliest people I've ever talked to. Yeah, there's some really social motherfuckers. Um, I'm like, people always tell me that I'm like so different than they thought I would be because I'm like not nearly as uh social as i as i appear i guess <laughs> <laughs> very often i'm like don't talk to you right now or like keep it very brief if i'm working um not to sound so absolutely rude but i say <laughs> yeah. when i'm working i'm just like no right and well, i know i have a fun job but it's still like work yeah and i want to look at it <laughs> but yeah i'm also just like not i'm not that good at people <laughs> yeah no that's okay i mean honestly I server like honestly it's the same it's the same thing like i mostly go to like you know shows in like you know the indie and diy scenes in river west yeah, i used to go to those um like forever ago i used to go see katie lafond in ian tishler's basement that's a very select group of people that's gonna understand that sentence but <laughs> Love Katie Lafon though. She's dope. Love Katie. She's Shout out sweet. Katie. Um, yeah. Yeah, and like it's the same thing where it's like you know we're here. I'm here to see the music, and it's a loud bar most of the time. And if we're trying to like, you know, catch up and hang out, then uh, let's go get a beer somewhere. Let's go quiet. get it somewhere else. Yeah, or like yeah. go get some food. I'm always down to go get some food. Dude, yeah, <laughs> like let's hit up a uh, shawarma king. Yeah, let's go to Lucky Ginger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Um, no, like, actually, you're making me want to go Lucky Ginger again. I'm, like, literally going to Lucky Ginger in half an hour. <laughs> okay, great. Um, well, the last thing, because I don't want to keep you too long, then, is uh, I want to talk about your song. Tell me about your song with Moses. Um, my song with Moses. I started that song, like, three years ago. Um, note that the song is a year old <laughs> yeah. but I started it three years ago um, music wasn't something I was planning on pursuing ever I think I met Mo when I was working at like Tynamite and he was like one of my favorite regulars he would always come in super freaking late to pick up his takeout but he was so goofy it's like hard to be mad at him um, and he just like stopped coming in one day and a friend of his uh, that worked at Tynamite told me that he'd gotten sick and stuff. And, you know, obviously he was battling all of that. And I didn't really know him or ever have any encounters with him outside of Tynamite. I, like, found him on Facebook, hunted him down just to tell him that I hope that he can pull through and that I can get him some more chicken set to him. He's so stooped soon. And, um, I don't know, we, like, just became friends after that. And he posted about, like, wanting a vocalist for a song. And I wasn't doing anything. I was serving tables. I was like, whatever, sure. 
And yeah, I started working on Fool. And um, I wrote that whole song after it was like seven in the morning. And I had, I think I had the actual track for like a month or two before I was finally able to get any words down. And then I wrote all the words down in 30 minutes. And, um, and it took me like quite literally almost two years to record it because I just like singing normally is so different than singing in a recording studio. Like, I don't know. There's just like a certain level of pressure there that I wasn't prepared for. <laughs> and I was like freaking out about it. And I was like, he made it, he made it easy. Um, he was a pain in the ass, but he, he made it easy. <laughs> as easy as it could have been. Um, and yeah, two years later, we popped out full. And I got some, some really good review some very good review, which I wasn't really expecting, to be honest. I don't know what I expected out of it, but it wasn't what I got. <laughs> Everyone's uh, been very sweet about it, and honestly, still, people will tell me, um, hit me up about it, like, just randomly. Someone did the other day. Uh, my friend Brian told me that Spotify threw it onto, like, his daily mix. Um, you know, like, Spotify makes your daily mixes. Yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah. on one of his mixes. And he would put it on shuffle at the gym and that song came on and he was like, no way. <laughs> and like, you know, he's always playing it for people. And my friend Maddie, um, he is a store manager in Texas and he played it at his store and he said a bunch of people were like asking about it and added it to their playlist and stuff. So I'm glad even a year later, it's getting some love. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> Plays are at and stuff, but yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> that's awesome good for you like I like um no like it's amazing when you could literally do something like it could be like your debut like try at something and to like get that much like affirmation like yeah um, I'm sure it made you wanna maybe make some more I mean maybe I don't know I just like I feel like a lot of pressure got put on me right after that yeah. song got any kind of buzz because then tons of people were like sending me stuff and just being like hey you should sing on this and this and this and this and this and I'm just like guys I don't like shit out lyrics um yeah yeah <laughs> like that took me a really long time and that's like not something that I can just like keep doing and doing and doing I don't know I just like don't have that kind of creative energy um and sometimes I'll try but like it just doesn't always come out of me um, I don't know, I'm like, I want to do a song with Seth, really bad, my baby, but I'm just like having baby. so much trouble, so much trouble writing, writing lyrics, I'm not sure why, I need some, some heartbreak or something, <laughs> I need a little angst in me, right, um, right. the lyrics of that song are actually so sad, and, um, it's like such an upbeat, like, song though, I don't know, <laughs> yeah, I just like, I used to do like slam poetry and stuff. And all my poems are always really sad. I don't know why. I think it's because it got the, it got the judges, got, got those tens. <laughs> right. Yeah. Jerk some tears and get those numbers. No one's going to turn that down. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I'm like pumped up kicks with everything I write. It's like always really upbeat sounding. But when you listen to it, it's like, what? And I'm like, I don't know, dude. That's just what I wrote down. Dude, this is <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't even always, like, like necessarily mean something. Um, like, it's not always necessarily personal. 
or anything. That one was, um, but weirdly enough, it was more like a like a weird foreshadow than something that I was actively writing about. It just kind of like, I like like came true instead of being something I wrote about, which was interesting. I feel like maybe I shouldn't be writing things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe so, I accidentally manifested. <laughs> so if you like, if you were to like craft more songs in the future, it would just kind of have to be something that comes naturally wanting to like put your feelings into words and yeah. it, it just has to come oh. like you won't you can't just like sit down and like force yourself to write i totally get that for sure i seriously can't it's like over <laughs> um, i can't force myself to write anything it just it has to come out of me i do have some lyrics that i wrote um that are really good and i want to i want to put them no I want to put them um, on something. I just haven't really figured out what I want to put them on yet. I have a Dropbox full of bullshit right now. And I just, I want to put on the right thing because I don't want that to go to waste. Um, It was initially a project that I was working on with someone, but um, but, um, fuck that guy. So now I'm not gonna let my, my lyrics go to waste. I'm gonna use them for something else because I actually really, really like that girl. I don't know the next time I'm gonna write something again. <laughs> I don't know the next time someone's gonna come forward on me. It's sure. like once a year. I just feel a little <laughs> urge and it comes all out and then I put it on something. You try to. It's kind of like how people have been talking through this whole quarantine shit that, like, you know, a lot of people feel like they need to take advantage of the time not doing, like, just having so much time to do nothing, like, they feel like they have to They should put it towards there. Yeah. Yeah. But I can personally say that I did not, not, not one day that I spent. Yeah. And you don't, yeah, and like, you can't. (laughs) I went something creative, which I I wish I did. I just, I didn't have the creative energy to do it. I was too busy worrying about um, everything. (laughs) Yeah, like, and I, I mean, I totally get that. But honestly, sometimes all you can do is just exist. And yeah. like, um, take your time. Do what yeah. you want. Creativity for me personally comes and goes. I know that's not for everybody, but it comes and goes. <laughs> and I let it flow when it's here, and when it's not, you just you just take a cat nap. <laughs> cat nap. <laughs> Don't force your creativity. No. Don't exhaust yourself for no reason. <laughs> Oliver says, <laughs> um, "That'll be that'll be some right now. that'll be great content for the show." <laughs> like you said, take your time. You know, you, you don't you don't have to write anything ever again. But it's still cool yeah. that you hit you wrote a song people liked, um, and uh, <laughs> it's also cool that you uh, you know program uh, really amazing visuals, Queen Light of the North. So, I try my best. Oh yeah, you bet. <laughs> Even with programming, it doesn't always just come to me, you know. Huh. Um, Sometimes I gotta sit there for months. I think the programming isn't anymore. It took me like a couple of months, like almost the summer to do. Um, uh, quick question: What's uh, what, what's your favorite color? What do you what do you like to see flash? My favorite color. Um, yeah. I actually do a color scheme that I call the floozies. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> It's like pink and cyan and like dark blue. Oh, I 
um, I just like the way that those look together or like pinks and greens. I really like, I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like some uh, tricks yogurt. It depends on the mood. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> depends on yeah. the mood, I think. I really like, um, like cyan, like light blue. I think always, always looks really good. Like no matter what you pair it with, pretty much. It's a really <laughs> with cool. With red, it looks so cool with red. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that no, it's dope that like you have like the floozies, like a word, like a name for it. Cause <laughs> I like, like it just reminds me of of them. I don't know why. Yeah, maybe I mean, I've my, seen it somewhere. Their light shows are insane. Like oh my gosh, I literally couldn't even watch it from the floor, from the dance floor. The neighbor, I had to go like up to the black box thing to watch that show because it was so intense. I was like, I feel like I'm gonna have a seizure down here. I'm gonna go upstairs right. <laughs> and watch it. And like, you could see all the lasers and stuff. It was awesome. They put on a hell of a show, always. Hell yeah. Um, I like purple and blue. That's like my favorite color scheme. So I would love that a yeah. lot. We don't really have like a purple. So otherwise, uh, that would be in there too. It's yeah. like a dark blue or it's pink. Well, if you ever get purple, let me know so I can come see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to get some CYM color mixing lights instead of RGB color mixing lights. Um, RGB is red, green, blue, and then um, I guess our lights aren't really even color mixing. Uh, they're like color, like color wheel. Um, but CYM is cyan, yellow, magenta, and um, the way the colors blend to create like a larger spectrum. Mm. And it looks really cool. <laughs> I want some of those. Awesome. Um, yeah. Well, uh, uh, for the sake of time, uh, we can uh, wrap it up here. But uh, I had a great time uh, hanging out, talking about lights, clubs. and Yeah, I'm glad you got to do your thing still in some way. Yeah, I'm still kind of figuring it out. But I think that, um, you know, just having like having fun like this, just kind of like talking, just having human positive human interaction and like getting to know somebody even if it's through a computer screen like it goes a long way we do that all the time anyway so yeah right <laughs> um so as we close out uh sierra tell me what keeps you up at night what keeps me up at night is that festival in missouri fuck that festival why <laughs> yeah. was it worth it was right. it <laughs> that and this cat Yowling into the night. <laughs> oh yeah. What uh what puts oh, you to sleep? Windows. What puts what? you to sleep? What puts me to sleep when he finally settles down, cuddles up next to me? Uh -huh. <laughs> he just made a really funny face at me. <laughs> <laughs> Cute. That well, and a good meal. Oh, yeah. And knowing that I have the love and support of a very good group of people. Oh yeah. All the time. Well thank Shout you. Out so friends. Shout out to friends. <laughs> Shout out to Lucky Ginger. <laughs> yeah. um, well, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, I learned a little bit about lights and shows and shit. So um, I think the visuals are a really important part of the show. And it's cool to talk to somebody that's behind that. So Thanks for talking to me. You bet. Most people just talk to the DJs. No. No, you're... you're you, you're fucking important. Um, <laughs> well, um, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy, uh, everyone who tuned in here, and uh, we'll see you next time.